0: today on CityCast Philly. Living in the city, we hear a lot of noises, but then there's cars with large speakers playing music you can hear from miles away. Some residents are complaining about music blasting late at night. I'm speaking with Maggie Mancini, staff writer at Philly Voice, about how New Jersey and Philly are both pulling the plug on these so-called boom parties and loud cars. It's Thursday, August 17th. I'm Trinane Uri, and here's what Philly's talking about. Hey, Maggie, glad to have you back on the show.
1: It's nice to see you again.
0: Maggie, can you explain what technically are boom parties?
1: So boom parties are essentially big gatherings of people um, sort of situated around These cars with massive speaker systems, sometimes they're detachable, most of the time they're not, typically near the Delaware River, along the banks of the Delaware River. And it's mainly just blasting really, really loud music that can be heard in the neighborhoods in Philadelphia or over on the other side of the river in South Jersey.
0: Yeah, I've been to Hunting Park and I've heard these boom parties and my kids were playing football and doing cheerleading and they can barely hear their coaches talk to them right next to them because the music is so loud.
1: Yeah, I'm originally from the Roxboro, maniunk area, so I'm a little bit further away from the Delaware River, but there have been some sort of like pseudo boom parties along the Schuylkill as well. Wow. Not as common though. But for the last couple of years, especially South Jersey residents, particularly people in towns along the Delaware River, have complained about Philadelphia's boom parties because they have been able to hear the music and in many cases the vibrations that can disrupt their sleep overnight and sort of impact their quality of life.
0: Now, earlier this month, Acting New Jersey Governor Senator Nick Scatari approved a bill that increases penalties for anyone having really loud music or noisy parties. Maggie, tell me more about this law.
1: Yes, the bill that he signed into law was really the culmination of several years of lobbying by South Jersey residents. And, you know, after a handful of local ordinances in smaller towns that have said, you know, We are calling on Philadelphia to do something, but we could also do something as well on our side of the river in New Jersey. So primarily what the bill is trying to do and what it will do is increase the financial penalty for operating these cars outfitted with speaker systems that are at the center of these boom parties. They will begin issuing fines beginning at about $250 for a first offense, going all the way up to about $700 to $1,000 for wow. a third and subsequent offenses. An original version of the bill would have allowed them to you know, seize the car itself um, and confiscate it, but that didn't make its way through the legislature. And so that is not a part of the bill that passed into law.
0: How would the New Jersey ban affect
1: Philly, though? New Jersey's ban is particularly for nuisance vehicles in New Jersey. But Philadelphia has been working on its own sort of ordinance that has not been it has been passed by city council, but it has not been signed into law yet. That would do a similar thing for nuisance vehicles and boom parties on this side of the river, but really, the idea is to decentralize these loud parties and improve everybody's quality of life. Right. Because I was
0: just going to say, you know, I can understand why some people may get mad if they hear music blasting while they're trying to sleep. But, you know, these are like the summer months. Right. And people are vibing. They're having, you know, a good time. So are local governments just trying to pull the plug on these gatherings altogether?
1: No. New Jersey's law in particular specifies that a fine would be issued if the sound stretches further than I believe it's about 50 feet. So if the sound is plainly audible from more than 50 feet away, then the operator of the car would be subject to a fine um, under New Jersey's bill. Philadelphia's bill is a little bit different, in part because the fines are heavier Even for a first offense, I believe it begins at about $300 and it can go all the way up to about $2,000. But yeah, I don't think that the idea is to end it altogether. It's really just to ensure that people are keeping their neighborhoods quiet after a certain amount of time at night and not beginning to cause these, you know, very noisy gatherings until a certain point during the day. Philadelphia's existing noise ordinances sort of already have this kind of embedded in the law, but this would be slightly different.
0: Right. So let's talk about that. You know, when I thought about this conversation, it also reminded me of similar complaints that we saw in the past few years about fireworks going off until the late hours of the night. Can you tell me more about how Philly officials have been approaching noise complaints in the past and what they're doing now?
1: Yes. So in Philadelphia, our existing noise ordinances, particularly around construction, run from about 8 p.m. until the early hours of the morning. And obviously, any Philadelphia resident can call 311 and report noise complaints regarding, you know, cars and things like that. But if this particular nuisance vehicle bill is not signed into law by Mayor Kenney. These sorts of parties are not directly impacted by that, although we do have noise ordinances in place.
0: So, Maggie, you mentioned earlier that in Philly, these fines could range from $300 to $2,000. Now, if these ordinances do get passed, how would they actually be enforced?
1: So there are a few ways. I believe earlier the Philadelphia Police Department released some footage that they had caught of sort of loud car meetups over the weekend, which is not necessarily a boom party just because they're, you know, these unsanctioned car meetups, but, you know, using regular surveillance to track down the vehicles that are being brought up in these noise complaints from residents, tracking them down and then either issuing a fine and then in Philadelphia's case If this bill is signed into law by Mayor Kenney and implemented, the Philadelphia Police Department would have the authority to confiscate the vehicle. And in that case, the operator of the vehicle would have about an eight day waiting period to appeal that and, you know, sit for a court hearing before the car is permanently confiscated. But these fines would be issued by the city, and would increase slightly for each subsequent events.
0: Interesting. Is it likely that Kenny would sign this?
1: It does appear as though he's going to sign it. He may not have for any number of reasons, one being that city council recessed after the budget was passed. But it it really does remain unclear. It doesn't seem as though... um, the mayor is in a position where he wants to veto this bill. And in the case that he does, it does have enough support from city council that it could be overridden.
0: All right. That's Maggie Mancini, staff writer at Philly Voice. Thanks so much for joining me on CityCast Philly.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: We'll have a link to Maggie's full story in our show notes. That's all for today here on CityCast Philly. If you enjoyed this episode, tell a friend, rate the show, leave us a review, and hit that subscribe button. Be sure to sign up for our morning newsletter, Hey Philly, to learn more about what else Philly's talking about. We'll be back tomorrow morning with the Friday News Roundup. Bye.